it's going to be before COVID, if you know what I mean. Meaning, you know, there's yeah. going to be, it, it, you know, it's going to be as it was before COVID. We're going to, it's going to be jam packed with. Steve Sherlock here for Franklin Matters, Franklin Public Radio, WFPR.FM, anywhere on the internet and in the local Franklin Mass area dial at 102.9. Here today for a discussion about the 4th of July celebration coming to the town common of Franklin. We've got Paul Kortik and Joe Carmignani. Paul, Joe, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Steve, thank you so much for, for having us. This is um this is uh, very much appreciated. Uh, you know, we, we enjoy the support and, and uh, that, that you've given us and, and uh, you know, uh, allowing, you know, kind of allowing us to help get the word out. So thank you. It's what we do. This I focus on the good news is this, this is certainly capital G part of the good news. <laughs> and as we were talking, clearly you're attempting to get this event to be very much pre-COVID in an experience. So you've got the full slate of booths, rides, musicians, and we'll get into the details around that. But it sounds like it's going to be really, really good. And hopefully the weather will cooperate as well, right? <laughs> we certainly hope so. Yeah, we've planned a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of uh, events um, and you know, musical acts and, and you know, certainly the carnival. Uh, it's going to be just chock full of things to do for everybody. You know, if you just want to come and listen to music, you can certainly do that. If you want to ride rides, if you want to eat, you're hungry, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, what's important is that, you know, you mentioned pre-COVID. It, it is interesting, uh, you know, that it, it seems so long ago that things were normal. Yeah. And and it still doesn't feel kind normal, if you know what I mean. No, I know. Um, but we're, you know, we're all kind of really busy in, in doing what we're doing. And, and what I think is nice about this event is it's just a pause, right? It gives everyone just a bit of a pause. Like, okay, it's the 4th of July. The 4th of July itself is a pause. It's a nice holiday. And, mm -hmm. But uh, it's, you know, now what do you do, right? You can come to the carnival. You can listen to music. You can have fun. It doesn't cost you much or at all if you just wanted to listen to music. Right. Uh, and so it's, you know, it's a nice pause in, in the day. It gives people something to do. People really like it. Uh, you know, we get a good turnout uh, year in, year out. Again, weather permitting. Weather permitting, yeah. Uh, but uh, but knock on wood, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and people come on and have a good time. And we'll include links to the website. Uh, I'll be sharing the schedule each day for people who can at least come get via the subscription that they have to Franklin Matters to be able to get that. The links will be in the show notes for the audio. We'll put that on the radio. And it'll be available via podcast so people can listen to it that way. I think one of the other common questions is what nights are there wristbands available? And you do have that on the schedule. You've got, looks like Thursday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, and Monday wristbands for certain hours. Yeah, correct. You know, this, and this was something that we had uh, pushed for a little bit with the, with the, the carnival. Uh, you know, what we notice is people love the wristbands. It's a simple, here's one price. You get to ride as many times as you want. Right. Uh, all day. And, you know, Joe and I, um, you know, kind of made a concerted effort to, to they usually limit it to one or two days uh, traditionally, maybe three. And what we said is, look, people really like that. They tend to come out. And, and that's what we're looking for. We want the community to come out and have fun. And so 
so yeah, they they were they were um, gracious enough to to extend uh, that um, you know, those wristband days, and and so the only day it doesn't happen is Friday night from six to ten, and then uh, Saturday night. Um, right. But every every other day it's a wristband, so you can come and pay one fee and and uh, you know ride all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and that's certainly to the extent that it's family entertainment, then it's much easier. You've already got two or three kids or whatever the family and or multifamily. Sometimes I've seen packs going around, too. It's uh, yeah. all good, of course, but now it's a little bit easier yeah. to manage. Once you get the wristband, then you don't have to keep track of how many tickets you need and what do you need? Oh, I want this one. Go. <laughs> you know, and that's a that's a good point because you don't have to buy a wristband. What they did, what they did differently last year uh is they they moved they moved away from tickets so the you know the ticket booth i think they still sell some tickets but primarily they give everyone a card so think of like a disneyland okay got a card and then that's so many credits and it's just a lot easier so you don't have to worry about you know how many tickets do i have or or something like that and the nice part is uh and everyone kind of walks away with more tickets than they need a lot of them do anyway uh, well, this same group, uh, this this uh, it's it's um, the same company, Fiesta shows. They do, for example, the Marshfield Fair. They'll do Topsfield Fair. So if you have money on your card, you can go to the Marshfield Fair and and use it there. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, uh, it, it's really convenient. It it takes away a lot of the hassles. You know, let's be honest. It's you know, there's a lot. People are always looking around for ATMs on the comments, and there aren't any. No, right. Nope. And so, you know, it, it, uh, you know, getting getting that piece out uh, is is helpful, um, and it just makes things go a lot smoother, right? Uh, and what's nice on the back end, they they were telling us, is they can know, for example, you know, who's going on which ride. So they yeah. start to look at the data and like, well, okay. Last year we went to Franklin. No one really ride rode this ride. Let's switch it up and do something different. Sure. As opposed to just anecdotally, not you know, well, we think people are riding this ride, or you know, mm-hmm. they, they're they're actually collecting really good data on that. So that's uh, that's helping them, uh, and it's certainly making things a lot more convenient for for the, the the people attending the carnival here. Yeah, it should make over time clearly that it'll get refined and people they'll be getting the right ride so that those would be the ones that are servicing everybody's needs and exactly. wants in terms of going, hey, this is what we want. Or as opposed to, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> no, ex- exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. So, and it's convenient. And it worked out well last year. Um, uh, I, I will say because last year was such a crazy weather uh, mm. year where it pretty much rained every day except sunday the sunday when it was sunny we just it was a massive influx i don't know if you've even heard about how many people were on the comments but i've never seen more people in my life yeah, yeah. and kind everyone the, was you know everyone was trying to buy tickets everyone was waiting in line and it was um it was I kind just, of the pent-up demand everybody couldn't or yeah hadn't got squeezed out of the different days because of the weather all crunched into the one so yeah yeah no exactly and so you know again weather permitting you know that'll be a little bit more predictable and stable kind of traffic mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to everyone waiting for the last day in sunny weather but uh, but no it worked out really well and and we've no doubt that this year is going to be uh you know as good and, and maybe and, and even better it's going to be before covid if you know what i mean meaning you know there's yeah. going to be it, it, you know it's going to be as it was before covid we're going to it's going to be jam packed with uh with rides 
Uh, we're going to have a, you know, Ferris wheel, merry-go-round, uh, all the, all the great rides that people like. Uh, there'll be great food there, uh, as you know, yep. from not only the nonprofit booths, but also by getting a few food trucks coming in uh, for the blues festival. Okay. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so that that's exciting. And, uh, and then as you meant, as I mentioned, the blues festival, uh, we're, we're excited. We hope this year is, is dry and people get to enjoy it. Uh, Absolutely. I think one of the biggest what things that saddened me most last year was it was such good music and they played in front of like 20 people. I know <laughs> I heard. Yeah. You know, but it was amazing. And these, these musicians and these bands were just amazing. And so we're, we're, we're very much looking forward to that uh, as well, but no, it's going to be, it's going to be jam packed, right. Especially on that Saturday, you've got the blues festival, the food trucks, you got the fireworks, right? Yeah. That's uh that's a big lineup for sure. Yeah. yeah. Big, yeah. big lineup. And um, on Sundays, we try to get the school of rock to come in every year. Yes. And that'll borrow a bunch of teenagers, you know, uh, banging out Ozzy and Guns N' Roses and, and, they're really good, Steve. I don't know if you had a chance. I've I've heard of them a yeah. couple of times, and again, pre-COVID, so I know some of their personnel changed, but the approach is the same. Yeah, and they could they could belt it out. Um, you know, they really they really they do a great job, and and uh, people really like hearing them. Uh, so we you know we have them going on. We've got uh, some local you know local favorite Matt, Matt Sajak. Uh, if you know Matt, it's, a, it's yep. the Say Jack family, you know, a bunch of musicians. And uh, yeah, they've been here frequently, whether concerts on the common or other places. Uh, Black Box, I believe they've appeared at too, in addition to your place pre COVID as well. So, yes. Yeah, pre COVID as well. <laughs> uh, and then we got Backyard Swagger, uh, which they played a few years ago. Uh, they, were, uh, they were a hit, but scheduling purposes and COVID, just they hadn't play, been able to play. Um, but they're great. I mean, they're like, uh, they're, you know, they do, they'll cover country, they'll cover rock, they'll do uh, just about everything, um, you know, but what we try to do is have different types of musics every day, right? So not every day you're going to hear 70s or right. you know, not every day you're going to hear. So we wanted you to at least give you a reason to keep coming uh, every day because you're going to hear new types of music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we start off with Thursday night, it's a funk band called Mo, Mo Bounce. Mo Bounce. Yeah. Mo Bounce. Yeah. Most deaf is the rapper. Uh, Mo, Mo Bounce. Uh, and, and they were great for the four songs they played last year, but then the sky opened up and they had to stop. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. But they're like funkadelic. They'll do a, you know, I mean, you know, one of the things Joe and I were talking, we, we started taking this over is like, you know, we, we'd like someone to, a couple things. We'd like someone to like do a Stevie Wonders cover. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. And we'd like people to, you know, play songs that were written in this century. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so we're, we're slowly, you know, kind of doing that. Um, uh, so yeah, these guys are fantastic. They'll do Bruno Mars. They'll do everything. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the uh, Friday night is the Duppy Conquerors and, and, you know, they're just solid. They're a Bob Marley tribute band. And I know it's not, they, they, none of the songs were written, uh, <laughs> were written this century, but it's Bob Marley and, uh, and, and people really like them. Uh, and yeah, they it's, do a good, it's a good fun party band and exactly. that's what you want to have. Yeah. It's a great party band. It's, it's exactly what Friday night needs, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're just perfect. Uh, and then, you know, as I mentioned, the blues festival, we, we've got a local group called the uh, Padula Trio Plus One. Yep. Uh, you know, very talented musicians. And then, 
you know, we, we work a lot with uh, Mike Crandall uh, and he helps kind of organize the blues festival. He knows all of these people. He travels in their circles. He's a blues musician himself. So it's, it's really nice to be able to, to, you know, work with him. Uh, and, you know, so he can kind of set up and schedule these, these acts. Cause we don't know, you know, Joe and I, I don't want to speak for Joe, but, but I certainly don't know how good Sugar Ray and the Blue Tones are, mm-hmm. but Michael does. Right. And, and yeah. so, you know, he's, you know, he, he, he's like, okay, you want this person here. You want this person going on this time. Right. Cause they're a great crowd pleaser and so forth. So um, it worked out really well last year, except for the weather, but they, you know, the musicians just came, just nailed it. And, and, you know, uh, we don't doubt it's going to happen again this year and um, fireworks, Franklin high school, that's not changed. It'll be the same, the same location. Yep. And, you know, and like I said, just going back to Sunday, you know, we've got, um, um, you know, Mike, a school of rock, Attleboro, Mike Ravellis is a local, uh, you know, singer songwriter, um, Matt Zajac, same thing. And then backyard swagger, as I mentioned, they're more of a, a country cover band. I wouldn't call them necessarily all country. They'll do a lot of rock and roll as well, but they can break, break into some country. Uh, and then we got, um, oh my God, I didn't update the site, Joe. <laughs> I got to update this site. With what part, Paul? Uh, the uh, the the headliner on Monday night. Oh, Jesse Liam. Yeah, Jesse yeah. Liam. He's been there before, or he's yeah. been he's been at least been around to uh, concert in common or something. I know he's been around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah concert in common. Yeah. I have him on the music. I just don't have him under the schedule of events. Ah, okay. So, so the yeah. minor disconnect. You know, minor but, disconnect. Yeah. So yeah, but he, you know, he's. Uh, you know, I actually heard them during concerts on the common, and I was thinking, my God, this guy's got a lot of energy, and he's mm-hmm. really good. And uh, and so, luckily, they, you know, they they, they agreed to, to come, and and uh, you know, I can't think of a better way to close out the the celebration than having you know, uh, you know, Liam come and and you know, kind of crush it. So, well, and I think that's kind of a typical day to a certain extent. You go to an event, you've got rides, you get food. You start off with Jamie Barrett, who's Franklin's classic, you know, young singer. You know, he he hits the whole family crowd, period. Um, And then you get some brass in there (laughs) and then you get Jesse Liam. I mean, that's that's a mini showcase in three in three bands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We try to do uh, it doesn't always work out this way. We try to do like on the Fourth of July, some sort of patriotic theme. Mm -hmm. Brass band, for example. You know, so we want that at least experience, you know, that pay some reverence to the 4th of July. And and um, and so we're, we're excited about the brass band coming back. Um, you know, they 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 did really well last year. People liked them. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, that's, that's basically like a quintet, you know, that yeah. plays a lot of just patriotic music. And it's a good it's a good uh, group to have on the heels of Jamie because he's doing a lot of sing-along patriotic stuff this is all basically uh granite brass is just basically music no, no singing or anything so right yeah and they're all they're all uh professional musicians that play in boston and all over new england good yeah so i as i was saying it's just, it's a nice segue you start with jamie with the solo you get into some brass no vocals but it's a nice segue and then you get to jesse liam who can really kind of close the day <laughs> yeah yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And and so, you know, weather permitting, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Um, you know, we're going to, they've expanded last year, they expanded the number of rides uh, and uh, it worked out well. I mean, people, uh, people liked it. A lot of people showed up. I mean, you know, when you look in, in, in and you see a Ferris wheel, it, you know, it just screams carnival, right? It's mm-hmm. yes. And, and so, and, you know, Ferris wheel is something that Joe and I would go on, you know, as opposed to some of the other rides that the crazy teenagers like, <laughs> I'm okay with the Ferris wheel. I'm okay with the merry-go-round. I don't need to go in the big boat. That's rocking, right? Whatever it's called. Oh, the yeah. The, the, yep. The Egyptian, whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Yep. I, I don't think I need to do that anymore. I think uh-huh. I'm that stage. <laughs> well, we'll save those tickets in that line for some younger yeah. folk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're really looking forward to it. Um, you know, all of the, the, the planning uh, is, uh, is done. Uh, you know, it's now about executing and, right. oh, you know, last night we met one final time with the booth, the, you know, the nonprofits about just coordinating, Who's doing nope. what? Show up when? Who's et doing what? What's needed? Right? What kind of inspections uh, the town is going to be looking for? You know, all the permits, etc. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And and so, you know, we're we're all set. Um, you know, and and so we're you know we're we're I guess we're as all set as we can be. The only thing that you know we can't control is the thing that's going to matter the most: the weather. The weather. Yeah. So uh, we haven't been too too lucky. Meaning last year was just raining and cold. Most of the day, most of the weekend. Right. Uh, and then it was, been a, you know, a couple of years where it's just been 95 degrees. And, yes. You know, let's be honest, if it's 95 degrees, no one wants to go on the commons. They want to stay in a pool or in an air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but we can hope, you know, hope, you can hope. here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think the town and the area, um, this is, if it's truly post COVID, and I hesitate to say that, but to your point, at least trying to bring something out at this time that's more pre-COVID, it, the, the the group's going to be, the, the I think the community's ready for that. So hopefully they'll come out in good form, in good volume, um, and have, have a great time. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to it. And uh, there's going to be something for everybody. So we do hope that, uh, that uh, you know, people come and have fun. Ultimately, mm-hmm. that's what we wanted to do. Come and have a good time. And I know I just got a mailer, so I assume that you're still accepting donations because clearly while you've been able to get some key sponsors along the way, it's a community event and the community can help contribute, right? Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Thank you. We we rely 100% on donations, 100%. Uh, and so we have sponsors uh, that we, you know, uh, lo- local businesses that sponsor us and we're so thankful for their support. And, and the same thing with, you know, the mailers that go out that the people who, who, you know, contribute, um, you know, if it's 10, five, 10, 20, whatever the case may be, you know, we, we can't do this without them uh, and without that support. So, um, you know, we're thankful and we're always, you know, we're always happy to have a donation as you can imagine. I'm sure. uh, so, um, you know, we try to make it easy this year because we have on our site, not only a donate button, but we've added a QR code for Venmo. Uh, so oh, if, good. Yes. For a Venmo person, you can just take this, take this, you know, scan it and, and, uh, donate that way. So, uh, and we are, you know, we're, we're certainly thankful for all the support we can, uh, we can get and, and thankful for anyone who can help spread that word. And that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is chock full. We've got, uh, we've got great support from the community. We got great support from the nonprofits who work this every year and it's, 
you know, hats off to them. It's not easy to get people to volunteer, right? These are, as you can see from the schedule, it's long hours. Yeah. Right? Multiple days, the so five days, long hours each day. Uh, yeah. That's, that is a lot of work. Yeah. You're asking, uh, you know, for a lot of hours. And, and, and so uh, it's a lot of work. It's hard to get people to commit to that, you know, because uh, people do go on vacation for, mm -hmm. and so, uh, so God bless our, you know, the, the, our, 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 uh, our nonprofits, they, they've really stepped up and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're excited to have them. They're, they're a big part of, of what we do and, and, you know, and, and allow us to do what we do. Yeah. Makes I've had other conversations with whether it's Chair Tom Mercer or even Jamie, our town administrator, Franklin steps up when it's needed to. Yeah. And kudos to the people who do step up because a lot of that is purely a volunteer <laughs> here and there. They truly make things happen for Franklin. So that's, that's good. Yeah. And it's, and it's good to get that sense of community. You know, I think that's one of the things I, I really like about the carnival is that. Yeah. The carnival is from out of town and it comes in and it's there for five days and it goes, but within that you get a really good sense of community. You people who haven't seen each other all summer or, or kids, you know, mm -hmm. kids who haven't seen their friends since school ended, right. They can, you know, they get together and, and it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a good feeling when you see that. And I, and I think that's really part of the, the draw uh, to it outside of all the fun and all the, you know, the entertainment, I think that that sense of community, you know, and, and seeing people that, that you don't get a chance to see a lot of the summer, right? Uh, you know, is what draws people. Absolutely. And especially since it's kind of coming out of COVID again, as we've started saying, I think this, the, the community's readiness for this is high. People are going to want to get out and see people that they haven't seen for a while. Yeah. So yeah, yeah with, with a little bit of luck, the weather will be good and things will happen. Yeah. No, we're, we're really looking forward yeah. to it. We're really looking forward to it. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Steve I, Steve, I would say, you know, th there's a long history with the 4th of July celebration in Franklin. You know, this, the coalition that Paul and I are part of and have been part of now for about five years, you know, started 40 years ago. This is like the 40th anniversary of, of the coalition putting on this event. Mm -hmm. And I think with, with some of the other activities in town that that aren't happening anymore, like St. Rocco's and other events, you know, these, right. these are the types of events that, keep people together and you know i know i grew up in franklin i remember going to the common when i was a kid you know we want to keep that going for the next generation of people so they can uh have fun and you know not everyone gets to go away fourth of july holiday and uh for those that stay in town i think this is a great way to to spend your weekend great music good food good people and uh we just we just hope that everyone enjoys itself Absolutely. Now, kudos to you for stepping up and continuing that tradition, continuing that uh, coalition bit. And we've talked fundraising. So people who want to contribute to the cause because it is a community event, you're totally dependent upon donations. They can do so. And we'll share the links to that. And I'm assuming that if at some point in time people want to help out and join the coalition, you'd be open to that, too, I would think. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, we, we, we are always looking for help. Um, on things like logistics or just, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing, you know, the, the help we need is it's nothing grand, you know, <laughs> nothing grand, right. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, uh, you know, Joe and I were talking about this to put this together is a lot of little tasks, yes. right. Nothing, you know, 
and just a lot of coordination. Um, and so, you know, and we are, we actually getting help. So, you know, there's a blues uh, festival poster that, um, that we did. It's around town. Now we're going to be putting up some more that, um, you know, I have a, a, a friend who's, you know, a graphic artist who put that together. Right. Yes. I'm not an right. artist. I, I don't have, a, unfortunately, an artistic bone in my body. So, uh, you know, little things like that. Can you help us design? Sure. Can you help us get the word out? Can you help us organize this? Right. Do you know someone who can do this? And um, and and you know, to your point, people do step up when you ask them. Mm-hmm. Step up. So it's 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 nice to it's nice to see that. And yes, we're always looking for help. Well, I think that kind of covers in you know a few minutes the the highlights, the weekends here, the schedule will be out. They'll be able to listen to and share the audio. We'll include the links to the schedule. Uh, thank you on behalf of the community for pulling this together. And I just hope and pray that the weather's good and for five days you get the best weather and a good turnout. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, yeah, and thanks again for for you know for uh, you know having us uh, allow having us on and you know uh, allowing us to get the word out. We really do appreciate it. Uh, again, we we can't do this alone, and so any any help we can get is is greatly appreciated. So thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. This this is what I do, and as I've closed in some of the other uh, podcasts, I do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.